Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. My name's Britt from the Young American Podcast, and whatever time it is where you are at, I hope you're on the thriving end of surviving. I just wanted to share something really special that happened this week. Young American reached over 2,000 listens, and I just want to say thank you if you were one of the ones that listened to this podcast previous to this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you from the guys. You guys seem to like it, so we'll keep doing it. So right now, it feels like fall. The temperature's dropping. It's football season. There's pumpkins on porches. The leaves are starting to turn. And so this week, we have brought you guys an October episode. We're going to be talking about Trick or Treat. We're going to be talking about scary movies. We're going to be talking about pranks. As always, if you would like to join in our conversation, you can reach out to us on all of the social medias at Young American Pod. Except for Twitter, we messed that one up, and it's Young Ameripod. But you can also contact us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. All right, that's enough jawing from me. Let's go ahead and get started. This is it. We made it. Episode number 10, double digits. This is Young American. Explain why you're so on edge right now. I'm a little off my game tonight. I'm not going to lie. So oh we, had a, we had a T-ball game at 645, 645 to 745. And it's a bunch of four-year-olds. And it's absolute nonsense that they're doing this. John, have you done a sport yet with Rue? Yeah. Soccer will be first. I'm sure of it. Yeah, she does it at school. But she mostly refuses to wear like the shirt that everyone else does. And then she just runs around and picks up the ball. So she's she's a menace <laughs> out there for sure. So you get them all, you're basically just kind of like going through the positions and whatnot. And all they do is just dig in the dirt and they, they draw <laughs> pictures and stuff. And so it's just Parker, stand up. Jackson, stand up. Teddy, stop digging in the dirt. Quit. Gavin, come here. Stop. Go. It's, and it's just like absolute chaos. So I'm out there kind of to help. So you, have a, so you have a parent with each kid in their position? There's about four to five parents on the field with all the kids at any one time. And it just like... Fact about me, I don't like pinatas because when just seen enough trauma that when somebody's around swinging a bat blindfolded, I'm just like, I can just see just teeth and skull cavities caving <laughs> in. I just can't do it. Sean so Green. Like, it's not, yes. Sean Green got hit by a baseball bat by like a nine year old, lost all of his teeth. Ooh. Basically, had to have reconstructive surgery. Anyway, so I'm out there and my son is just digging. And I'm like, Brennan, get off your butt. Come on, let's go. Watch the ball, watch the ball. And the balls are just like flying past him. He's getting super pissed, throwing his glove every time. He's not showing signs of being an athlete much. Just, <laughs> just saying. Like he finally, I'm like, buddy, stop. And he looks at me, sits down, he goes. <laughs> and he does this thing where he just spits at me. Oh. Which is like, whatever. If you don't want to play t-ball, I get it. It's totally fine. I said, do not spit at me and he hops up like faster than i could grab him and he smacks me right on the nose oh like I'm a dog. <laughs> all of the parents are like everybody's just like looking right here so i'm just like right here in the fishbowl and i could just feel like the grandpa walt just like <laughs> creeping up my back and i'm just like i remember you and billy having a conversation like i can see how people beat their children not to say that i want to beat my kid or anything like that and well, that's I never, real that's real i 
I never, ever felt that way when he was a baby, ever. I never, like him crying, him waking up, none of it. But like as soon as he got to where he could talk, like every now and again, those feelings will like creep in where like they can defy you just with. And so like we had just an absolute meltdown, like me carrying him under my arm and him just like rioting. Because like they pass out snacks at the end. And uh, Dan and Laura came to watch, and I was like, hey, buddy, say say thank you to, to Grandpa and Nana for coming and watching. And he just wouldn't do it. He was just like, no. And I gave him several opportunities, and I just grabbed his snacks that the team did, and I just, boom, just threw him right in the trash. Did you look him straight in the eye as you did it? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I love that. 100%. God, I love that. You should have eaten him. <laughs> no, that's the thing, though. Like, it's real, because, like, I love Rudy more than anything, but it's the defiance that really like triggers me of just like I give you everything that you want and you're telling me you're going to throw your <laughs> about changing a diaper and it's just oh, like man. how easily could I just like snatch the life out of you just like <laughs> like oh yeah it just it, it what... teases you man do you guys spank your children you've got to do something that works for your kid so like Brennan, we don't. Sp- I have spanked him. We don't spank him. But there's nothing worse than when you like spank him and then he just turns around and like laughs at you. It's just like <laughs> that's that's, the fl- yeah. that's Kathy Denmark in like, the fly swatter. Yeah, you're just that's like the okay, last is- time she used a fly. I thought this is awesome, <laughs> and I made the mistake of showing that, and it was all over. And then the wisdom whacker came in. And really and then, it, then it was leather and wood <laughs> from there on out. It's harder to do when they have siblings because you can't say, don't hit your sister. Right. Yeah, it does like, seem I'm like more parents you, now spank like less frequently. I feel like maybe well, it's because just because it works. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it, you got to, whatever works for your kid. Now I'm not saying like beat him, but like if I raise my voice to Brennan, it crushes him. And I'm not a, talking about like, I'm not screaming at him or anything like that. But if I, mm-hmm. he knows like the tone, you just see him cower. So anyway, we had a very awkward ride home, and I was ready to breathe into a paper bag. And I walked in, and Britain's like sorting cables. He's like, "Split at me, will you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll end this precious tea ball game pretty damn quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> me, will you? Let's get into it. Today is the very last day of September. I'm going to try and get this out very quickly so when people hear this, it will be October. I just wanted to say on record that my mom and Chris and I's mom and sister has said that Nathan is their favorite character. That's that's the way that they were. Character. Character. <laughs> on. I wrote him myself. Yes, Nathan's the big winner. Our buddy Daniel Dotson says he loves it and says you got to stop calling it the pod. Why? I have no idea. It just drives his anxiety. Well, from here on out, we're the pod. That was his only piece of <laughs> feedback, was just don't call it the pod. <laughs> says he, he says he, it cracks him up. He loves it. Don't call it the pod. pod. Did, ever, did anyone ever tell it? you, John, not to call Whitehall classroom building? Did, it, did you know to call it classroom building? Not Whitehall? You're not supposed Bart Huffnagel, uh, you're just not supposed to. You can you can tell like if somebody calls it Whitehall, then I always called it Whitehall. I did too. I also never went to class. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my class at Whitehall again. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to. Call, I didn't know if you'd heard that, but just speaking of things not to call something, but there was no reason so. for it. Some old uh, uh, an employee of my dad who took kind of took me on a tour pre UK was like, oh by the way, that's Whitehall classroom building. Don't call it Whitehall. No one calls it Whitehall. 
And the, from there on out, I was like, yep, I'm not calling it Whitehall. It's classroom building. But then, mm. but then everybody else, no one seemed to. So maybe he actually got me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been, you've been had by Bart Huffnagel. I was so proud of myself, <laughs> like going to classroom building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're starting into October. It's scary movie season, and I want spooky season. Uh, spooky season. Is that what you call it? Nah. That's what everyone calls it. I don't know. Mm. That's what the internet classroom, calls it. It's classroom building season. So, did you guys grow up trick or treating? Yes or no? Let's see, Hell I'm a no. huge no. Huge no. You oh, didn't. Andrew, I didn't know that you didn't go. Oh, what? Not even close. Because why? Hold the phone. I've seen a picture of you guys all dressed up like Peter yeah, Pan. Okay. And then we went to a harvest festival <laughs> <laughs> where we bobbed. Oh. We bobbed for 40,000 apples <laughs> in the First Alliance gymnasium. And we played pin the tail on the what have you and yeah you know yada 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 pin the pail the tail on mary's oh, no. donkey as by she the time carries I, it to bethlehem by the time i got to trick or treat i mem- i have a vivid memory of going i was probably 12 or 13 and thinking oh this kind of sucks cuz i had missed all the prime oh yeah i the- i trick you did yeah how did that work? Yeah, that's cereal. so funny. That I didn't get to eat sweet cereal. I feel like it would have been you that didn't do it and you that went. Or I just really? figured your parents would have collaborated on a joint we decision always, there. We always wore matching co- So I was always Captain Hook. He was always Peter Pan. And then always? We split. <laughs> and then it was, say goodbye to Nathan. Yeah, and then like we'd, we'd get together. <laughs> we'd take a picture. Laura was Tinkerbell. And, uh, and then... Yeah, we. I guess I didn't realize you went to a harvest festival, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. I do, it's funny because I'm thinking about all the times I've trick or treated, and you were never there. No, how incredible! Wow, yeah, that's wow. crazy. I didn't know that was Andrew. Un- you didn't do that. Tr- I kind of thought yeah. I was one of the only people. Especially I'm surprised in our you circle. couldn't go. Oh yeah, Eva was real anti-Satan back in the day. Everything is the devil to you, Mama. I mean, we were just the family that turned off the lights, sat in the darkness. And just like, you know, like when you hear the doorbell, you're just like, don't move. Like, everyone stay still. I just never went trick-or-treating. The one time I ever kind of dressed up, Chris and Britt, I'm sure you guys were there. It was at the church, but it was like everyone dress up as your favorite Bible character. Yeah, so everyone everyone came the same. Everyone wear your finest towel and bed sheet. (laughs) And then like the garners would show up with a little extra flair. (laughs) The garners show up naked with like shields. Oh, yeah, Matt's Matt's I'm wearing the, uh, the armor of God, and he's got that. Do you remember that kit, like that whole like armor? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it was like gray. I, I wanted it so bad. The so Christian bad. Life bookstore in business. Have you ever asked your wife, my sister-in-law, their traditions growing up in Halloween? Well, I know it was very similar. That was one of the like I remember us kind of talking about it. Like, whoa, that's crazy that we both. Yeah, I just they, remember they, they like hide in the never, basement kind of a thing. They, they would hide in the basement and hold up, urinize, hide. hide. They would hide in the basement. Would they put and blood over the well, door? John <laughs> so and I, the angel of so death the Holy would Spirit pass would pass them by. <laughs> Oddly enough, you say that John and I's father-in-law, not unlike Martin Luther, would put a piece of paper on the door stating why they didn't celebrate. Here's Halloween. why we don't celebrate, and why you're his, going to his hell. Thesis. He post his thesis statement on the door. Well, I mean, just an explanation, like, hey. We don't do this. This is a. I don't even. I would love. I would love to know. Gosh, what a keepsake that would be. Yeah, yes, to have, have one of those. Wait, wait, wait. Can so, we go back to to Nathan and Andrew here? Sure. Because your dad, your mom, mm-hmm. same family. Mm-hmm. So does this just mean that it was Kathy's decision? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was the, That's right. They were like, listen and, here. And I bet you if we asked my mom if we trick-or-treated, she'd be like, I didn't let you trick-or-treat. It's like, well, then why do I have 18 memories of trick-or-treating? <laughs> I didn't trick multiple that's, times a year. That's very, <laughs> I feel like that's very accurate. She will say that. but, but That was St. Patrick's Day. I was the firstborn, though. So this, this with that, like everything else, I was also more or less no PG-13 movies. And oh, like yeah. my mom thought, there's a reason it's called PG-13, so you don't watch them until you're 13. Mm. But, but and so that 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 whole like first you know firstborn child effect. By the time my younger siblings came around, they do whatever you want. Like so, Jody went. Remember, like Jody and Eric went trick or treating. I'm almost positive by the yeah they did at least a handful of times. Like I, I like I'm, in middle I school. I think I went once. Yeah, I think I went once, and it was that was it. I was yeah. it was kind of not wow. great. That's so funny because I have a distinct memory. Our mom. Well, first of all, our parents grew up in California and their church actually put on a haunted house like as a fundraiser. Their youth group would put on a haunted house as a fundraiser. Oh, yeah. mm, nice. So probably, I mean, decades of removal there, but just funny. Take that, <laughs> <remember>. Jesus. <laughs> You're going to kick his ass, Jesus. <laughs> That's such a good clip there. <laughs> My mom uh, was like the nurse where they had somebody. She was like, oh, yeah, we had a table that we laid somebody out in. They'd cut a hole in there so their legs would go through I the table. I don't think that that and was then the they church. Had bone. Yes, it was. That's yes, called a glory hole, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you, you take that they back. Forgot, they forgot to tell you that a long time ago. Rachel Jeez. would They cut holes in the stalls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Why is this haunted house in the subway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's anyway. how they were raising money right there. Different kind of scary. Oh, oh God! I'm sorry, uh, okay. Mom. <laughs> I'm gonna fact check this. So on the next pod, yes. we'll have an answer for this. Yes, on whether or not to ask her about it. So it was from the church. I'm almost positive it was the church, and they had like the she was the crazy nurse. So she, they frizzed her hair all out, and and they had a guy laying on the table, and his <laughs> bone was as if like bone just operated on her. <laughs> 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 Dorothy Mantooth oh. is a saint. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mom. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, but you talk about like you only being able to see PG-13 movies. I remember distinctly a time when we were living in Minnesota, so we're six or under, or we're under six, and my dad came home, who was a youth pastor at the time. My dad came home, and Britt and I are downstairs watching a movie, and he looks at the screen, and he goes, what is this? And we're like, it's really cool. <laughs> and it's like a guy, and basically they're like visiting whatever the the afterlife, and a guy that had just been hit by a car, and there's like the shrunken head guy sitting there waiting. Oh in, yeah, in it's a great scene. And we're like, this is Beetlejuice. <laughs> and he's like, Rachel. <laughs> Are you guys in or out on scary movies? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's just go around. John, in or out? I'm havesies. I'm always titillated <laughs> by them, but I'm I'm too much of a wuss to go. The fact that I went and saw Barbarian last night by myself, a big step. Hey, that's a big, a big step. step in my we'll growth. get back to a it, huge, Nathan. Huge in step. or out? So I am, I guess, out. I I like, like I love everything Jordan Peele's done. I liked it, the clown movie. <laughs> I liked, uh, I yeah, like I, I I just I like good movies. I don't love the feeling of being afraid. Like I don't I don't. That's not thrilling to me like i'm my whole body tenses up and i just have to make it through it even if it ends up not being scary at all i don't enjoy that but like the big social culture touchstones you're you're kind of in on 
Yeah, sure. Like I, I loved Nope. I loved Us. I loved Get Out. I don't think any of them are particularly scary. Us was the only one that I felt like I was a little bit tense during because um, I just didn't know what was coming. But by the end of it, I was like, that was great. But yeah, like as far as like the 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 movies that are made to like make you jump or made to make you like question everything afterwards, like I just don't I don't find a whole lot of like joy in that for some reason. Chris in or out? In in one hundred percent in. I don't. Well, here's the thing. I'm in on scary movies. I don't I don't do possession. I, I love the feeling of being scared. So kind of the opposite of what you're saying. I really love the adrenaline rush of like, oh my gosh. That's whether so it's a, interesting. Whether it's a roller coaster or like, you know, kind of a jump out haunted house type of thing. But so you see a scary movie. You will not like, be seeing oh. Pray for the Devil. No, no. Holy no moly. Chance. There's not a chance in hell I would see that movie. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I mean, there's, there's probably like the stuff that's like, this is based on a true story. This little girl was possessed by five. Sp-. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I just don't want to mess with that. But if yeah. it's like, you the know, conjuring Stephen King or, or whatever, like the, what was the movie? What was the series I just told you about? Oh yes. Uh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. It was good. Mm, like that. I think good. you all would like it because it's both scary but it's also like a really good story mm-hmm. right andrew in or out all in <laughs> <laughs> much like deborah logan all swallowing <laughs> our <laughs> protagonist hole i'm all in i did see that i too am all in uh mostly for a lot of the same reasons that you said i just i think i just feel i like to feel really deeply so if like I'm in that like happy, good sad mood. Like I want to like watch a sad film or listen to an entire Cure album or something like that. But if I want to be scared, like just take me to church. Are Let's you all? Go. Are you all Enneagram people? Mm-hmm. My God, wife no. is really into the Enneagram. I don't. I don't. Not that I don't like it. I just I'm the I'm whatever number that doesn't know what number they are. That's Shout the number I am. And they say <laughs> that the is it how many are there? Ten or nine? Nine. What, the two that are next to five? Nine times? Nine times. Nine times. Whatever it is. I'm a five. It's the one that likes to stare down into the abyss. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And I'm like, because it's interesting. So I, somebody explained that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm like, oh, what's down there? Is that Blythe, then? Like, is that? Do you think that's yes, where she gets she it from? Yes, she is 100% me. Yeah, I've told you that story before where, like, she always wants to know, like, the scary story. She's always like, tell me a scary story. Like, you're tucking this four-year-old into bed. She's like, tell me a scary story. Three years old. I'm tucking her in bed. She motions for me to come closer. Daddy. And I creep in real close to her. There's someone behind my door. (laughs) (laughs) And as a dad, I I just, like, my heart just, like, stops. I'm just like... Oh God! And I turn around, and she has a cardboard cutout of Belle from Belle and Beauty and the Beast, and she says, "It's Belle." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yay! Oh, it God. is Belle!" Oh my God! <laughs> I, I'm uh, wait. Are we? Do we finish? We got around the circle. You, I'm yeah, just curious. Yeah, what, you, Nathan. What's this? What's like the most quintessential scary movie you've seen that would fall under the category of ones you wouldn't typically see? If that makes sense. What's one you remember? What are you I, talking like the scariest like movie? Like outside of like the Nopes and the Us and yeah. the and the um, yeah I get out. So I was not like you. I was allowed to watch pretty much whatever I wanted growing up. Really? Uh huh. Like huh. The, I, the first movie I remember watching all the way through was Jaws. 
And I was going to say, that's that would be one of my first ones. Go ahead. Alien was up there, too. Like, game over, man. It's game over. Remember, my dad was just like, well, I'm going to watch this. So if you want to sit here. John? Yeah. And he, he doesn't have any memory of it because it was so not a big deal. Because those movies aren't. Like, if you watch him now, I don't know. I'd probably watch Jaws in front of Malcolm. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, so I was allowed to watch whatever, go to a friend's house, watch whatever. I didn't have to ask permission. And I remember my friend, I spent the night at his house, and at, like, you know, 10 p.m., we're kind of getting in bed to go to sleep, and we watch Poltergeist. They're here. Oh, boy. And I don't remember a ton about the movie. I just remember for the rest of the summer, I was off. Like, I was just, like, I was, like, constantly just feeling the way I felt watching that movie. And I remember my mom asking me if I, what was wrong, and I was, like, uh, <laughs> my friend, because I didn't want her to take away, like, my ability to watch whatever I wanted. And I was, like, uh, my friends weren't nice to me. They don't include me. Like, I, like, made up something. So it was, like, a big deal for you to hide it from her. Yeah, because I was, like, I'm not... I don't. I just don't want to. I like watching whatever. I, I like watching Jaws. I like watching Alien. I like watching Star Wars. I want. I don't want it to be like we need to set you back to G-rated for a while. <laughs> that was probably what needed to happen. And I remember too that I watched Lost Boys, the same guy's house. Hey, that yeah. that movie's oh, pretty yeah. scary. And especially when you're like eight, nine years old, and I just I constantly just think about the they're only noodles, Michael. And I just like it just <laughs> got me. Like it's just like. Yes. So, so I just kind of avoided that feeling because I was just like, oh, these things no. set me back. Like, I feel oh, like God. over the summer that I watched those movies, I was just kind of off. So, like, anytime I've watched anything, I'm trying to think of I like, I've, I, I have watched part of The Exorcist. I have watched like a handful of things in company, like where I'm like, I'm not going to be the person who's like, we're not watching that, you know? So, I think like the whole time I'm like not really paying attention because of like the, the, tension that comes over my body i just don't mm -hmm. i don't enjoy it so i've avoided it and so i can't really say that there's been a whole lot of movies that i've sought out and get out and this is the reason i don't watch trailers was was kind of pitched as a cheesy popcorn horror movie like the purge or something you know and I, oh i saw the saws by the way um speaking of popcorn movies, gosh you saw thrillers. those <clears throat> they're fine yeah i mean like i i, I was able to enjoy them in high school or whatever but um, I don't think they're awesome, but <clears throat> anyway, like I avoided Get Out for a while because I was just like, oh, here's another cheesy. Oh, Jordan Peele did it. I'm sure it's real great. And then it ends up like my brother-in-law is like, no, like for real, you need to watch this movie. And it blew me away. And I think is I think the oh, reason I great. hold it in such high regard. It is a very good movie, but I think the reason I hold it in such high regard is because my expectation was set at like this is just going to be shit. And sure. it ended up blew, blowing my mind. So then I was like, I, I actively like, I saw Us the night it came out. I saw Nope, you know, pretty quickly. As soon as I could get to the theater, I saw it. So I don't know. I think I, I could open myself up to this world a little <laughs> bit. It just. Well, you know, what's funny is you, you love comedies mm -hmm. and they say that comedy and horror are like yeah. just a couple of degrees off of each other in terms of execution. It's all timing. You're trying to get somebody to be scared, and so you have to build it to the right timing to execute it, and it's the same thing with a joke. Like, you're building yeah. it, building it, and if that falls flat, the timing is off, mm -hmm. and it doesn't. So, like, that's what was so great about Barbarian, to get there. Yes, yes. Yeah, Barbarian was great. They, they're, I mean, I'm, if anyone's going to go see Spoiler alert. It, spoiler alert. But, yeah, just like that first act is playing off of the anticipation of what is about to happen. And it's just this build, 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 build. That's when I was texting you guys 
Man, I've been a real bad texter recently. I don't know what's been going on. The new iOS is hard. For some reason, I feel like I mess up every other word and every text is into anybody right yeah. now. Okay, what is... Uh, direct this at you, Monsieur Candy. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the candy that you'll steal from your kid's bucket when you trick or treat? Monsieur Candy does not, uh, <laughs> discriminate. Does not discriminate. Uh, I mean, I certainly... Maybe my, that's why. Maybe that's why you're so into it because you were deprived of it for so many years. Oh, 100 percent. It's all Eva's so fault. She cabbage and air casserole for yep, years was going to set me up for a life of being healthy. I mean, actually, it just she didn't have backfired. any candy in those jars. No, it was just seaweed and watermelon desserts. Yep, that's true. <laughs> and then, and then, like, kind of as as I got older, yeah, I would I would find more. She would hide them though. She would literally hide them as if I were a small child. But I would find them. But yeah, I I don't really discriminate on candy, but I do I, I do think that my two biggest buckets are fruit flavored gummy things. Love. Gross. Love. And then like any like classic chocolate stuff. A Twix will get me every time. A Kit Kat. Bite sized Snickers are amazing. Nathan? Snickers. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Chris? I'm weird. Like I'll I'll take like the hundred grand. Oh or, yeah. Like, Ooh, the, those the are stuff good. that just like the or what's the smart? I can't even remember what it's called. You probably take good and plenty. I really <laughs> like Bitto honeys. <laughs> like the Bitto honey. They still yeah. make those? Probably they still mean. chewing a piece from last Halloween. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Werther's original warmed in oh. an old man's pocket. I'm, <laughs> gosh, do you have to have the old man's pocket <laughs> in there? I mean, but I'm, I'm. My favorite candy is peanut butter M and M's, not peanut M and M's. I love peanut butter M and M's. Interesting, Andrew. I'm pretty down the middle. If I had a child, I would steal. Uh, I'd probably start with sour candy. Mm. I'm gonna start with the sour stuff, sour Skittles. I guess it snakes. depends on where you also where you trick or treat though, right? So like, no one's gonna give Haribo twin snakes, <laughs> but if they were there, I would steal them. And then kind of you know, favorite Starbursts would probably be next. I would definitely sort through the Starbursts. Like I would take the child Starbursts and then give the ones back that I did not want. Yellow, mm. orange. I think mine are Butterfingers, and I think that dates back to when they Alive first started Zinians. selling Butterfingers. Who is the person? Bart Simpson. Nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. Bart Simpson was the was the character that would sell. Nobody lays a finger. Butterfinger BB. Butterfinger. Yeah, will you please insert that Jurassic Park line in there? Our lives are in your hands and you have butterfingers? <laughs> Andrew, do you want to go back to your question with the like what's your what did you ask Nathan? What's your quintessential? <clears throat> I wanted to also ask, when were you the most gripped by a horror movie? I'll tell you it what. It could be at home or it, theater, because mine's not in a theater. It's funny that you say that, that you make that line about Jurassic Park. Because when you and I that Ooh, came yeah. out in nineteen ninety five is when Jurassic Park came out. Chris and I lived Oof. in a fairly sheltered home too. We didn't see a lot of movies and we begged my was it 95 when it came out i think it's 94 1994 we're nine years old that movie was in theaters for like six months we begged my mom do you remember they would go see movies that we 93 wow oh wow yeah i was gonna say we were young you don't classify that as a horror movie do you that's like a definitely not no it's it's action i guess but it's pretty scary so and and that first opening scene no 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 before you get to this but Remember, our dad went to go see it first because we Both really, really did. wanted to see it. Both of them did. Our, no, it was just dad went to go see it first, and then and he was going to see if it was okay to see it. So we're in there. I remember going to see it, and he was adamantly saying, 
the dinosaurs don't even show up for the first half of the movie. Like, nothing's going to happen for the first half of the <laughs> yes. movie. Yes. So he and I, you and I are sitting in the theater eating our little popcorn, and then... <laughs> starts out Isla Nublar. Loading team, step away! And then dude Shooter! Yes. Shooter! Dude falls off, and then the raptor pulls him back into the cage, and I, you want to talk about being <laughs> gripped? I dreamt about raptors probably oh, dude. Uh, probably will tonight. Like, Eight for years next... old, I'm just like shaking in my seat. But the funniest part, and right after that scene, it like cuts to the next scene, and old Clayton just leans over and goes, Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that night. I, I woke up from a dream where like, I remember, like, in my childhood bedroom, my, my bed was in, like, the left corner, and my door was, like, diagonal to me. And I remember seeing my door with a window in it, which it did not have, like, a little square window, and that little velociraptor head going, like, mm -hmm. yeah. and, like, breathing into that thing and just being like, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Fogging also, up that window. of all the quotes that you're going to bring up... <laughs> Loading tape, step away. <laughs> <laughs> and no one, no one, no one quotes that. Like, yeah. no one quotes that. That's because it's emblazoned in his mind like that. Yeah, it's really like, what's happening? Oh, God! <laughs> what about your adult self, though? What, what would that movie be in your adult in your adult years? So, redefine the question. Like, okay, let me give you an example. Bit. Okay, hit it. Uh, I, I remember... I think I think it's the uh, not quarantine proper. No wait, was it quarantine? So there's the the rec, rec or rec R E C. You know, short for record. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is the Spanish film about a, basically a zombie outbreak? Is kind of what you think. And then the they uh, Americans redid it and called it quarantine. Yes. And I remember sitting in the last. Get in. Pen and paper out, ladies and gentlemen. You, there there's some great recommendations. The last out. fifteen eh. minutes of quarantine. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, yes. when you can't even really look straight at the screen. Oh, where yeah. Where you're pretending to sort, I, I, you, I pretend to, like if someone looks at me to see if I'm watching, they think I'm watching, but I can't. What's happening is so intense. That How I'm old are you when that one came out? When I saw it, I was probably 20. Okay. But it comes out of nowhere. The last 15 minutes Dude. comes out of nowhere. So you've been led. Yeah. It's, it's very an intense scary. movie all along. Yeah, it's scary all along, but then it takes a turn and you're. You feel claustrophobic, and I won't. I won't give it away. But oh, I remember like, watching that and being like, I, was, I don't know if I can look at is this. this. Is this real? How did they do that? Mm. Like, how, mm -hmm. like what I'm watching on screen? Mm -hmm. How is this occurring? Mm -hmm. Is this something real? You know, I got yeah. you. And for and for the record, the the uh, American remake is a shot for shot remake of the Spanish right. wreck it's not title. So it, it's like meant to be a. Almost verbatim, shot for shot remake. Just for lazy people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't delve into that deep of horror stuff. And and oddly enough, I stay away from it. But I've seen a lot, I would say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think honestly, Hereditary messed me up more than maybe Ooh. any other movie. Oh, Just because, like, the dark the, den, the thi the dark, dark den of the Denmark's house. Good lord, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very, very damp in there no that movie like i think that's what <clears throat> ari aster has done so well with his his two movies is they are very very scary but they're also very rooted in reality i think mm -hmm. and that's something that like i i don't know if i would say like it scares me in the same kind of way as like you know jump scares from a, a, a horror movie but the idea that someone's life can just be 
absolutely ruined by a small series of of decisions like that and just like that movie is so real like even just like the like the dinner scene when she's freaking out at them just going like that all mm-hmm. feels like a real situation yeah, and then like yeah. and then like the husband's on fire and then like the, the someone's like crawling on the ceiling i was just like frankenstein this man that <laughs> that movie i will never watch that movie again if i don't have to like it was there, chilling oh you'll have to if you go over to andrew's house <laughs> in the dark that's, den. that scene that scene in that movie where the like it it opens up on him waking up in the bed and you you're not completely sure what you're looking at. It's yeah. like it, the the setting is so dark, and you're like, oh, "Gosh, yeah. what is this?" Oh, I remember just going like, yeah. and then once you see it, you're just like, <gasps> "Yep, yeah." I hated it. I hated it. But it's it's an amazing movie. Like, it's an amazing accomplishment for what he was trying to do. I just hated, <laughs> I hated my, that experience. This is the the movie that messed me up. To be honest with you, it's not a horror movie at all, but. Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream. Oh God! Really? Another oh, movie man. I will that, never watch. If a movie that will that will when you say a movie that will stick with me forever, like mm-hmm. I will never watch one. I'll never watch that movie again. I will never do hard drugs because of that. Movie. Again, again, yeah. <laughs> 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 no. Like that. The ending of that movie it's where it's horrible. like it's so awful. It's just like the, my sweet Jennifer uh, Connelly. What, what, Ah, oh, sweet Jennifer Connelly. And then Jared Leto just getting oh. basically getting his arm amputated yeah. because he's done heroin. Is it heroin? Is it yeah. something bad, yeah. And then the mom is just getting like electrocuted or electroshock therapy. And then um it's one of the Wayne's brothers who's like going to prison. I just remember he's just being like puking in that bucket of gruel or that like vat of gruel he's stirring. Remember he's stirring yeah, that gruel right. omelets. Oatmeal or whatever. And, he, and they're like <laughs> And it's playing that dun 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 dun. That song was used for everything, and it it will. It's only that movie for me. Yes. Did I ever tell you the story of when I saw that though? Like the only time I've ever seen that. Have I ever told you all that story? Yeah, yeah. There's a pre-spring break. Is that right? Me and my roommate Mark Weathington, who has been brought up on this podcast before. So we were the only two people that weren't going on a spring break trip. And for some reason, everyone decided to convene at our house to drive down to Florida. And so, like, everyone was like, John, you should come with us. Just, like, come down to Florida. I was like, I can't. I've got to work. I don't have any money. But they are like, no, come on. I'll loan you 50 bucks. And I was like, it was this back and forth of, like, I'm going to go. No, I can't do it. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to do it. It was back and forth. And finally, it was just like, they're leaving. And they're like, John, are you coming or not? I was like, I'm going to stay here. So, like, the storm settles and everyone leaves, and then me and Wethy are left behind. And Wethy's like, you want to watch a movie? I was like, yeah, okay. Oh. He goes, you ever seen Work Room for a Dream? I was like, never even heard of it. We watched it. And again, yeah, it's just, like, one of the most depraved movies. So I just went on this emotional roller coaster of, like, should I go? Should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay? And then I watched that movie, and I just, like, I've never Suck felt so hopeless. Like, just, like, Finding Nemo well, couldn't even pull me out of this hole. Like, it was <laughs> well, so... Well, that was the thing is, I, like, that movie, it's technically not a horror movie, but that movie is the scariest movie I've ever oh, seen. It is horrible. That, that movie, it's terrifying, man. That, it was so... And, and that was a, a, also, it was kind of like an art house movie that people were just like, oh, you gotta see it. Oh, it's so good. That's mm-hmm. so good. People use the, quir- the term in quotations, this is so good all the time. That was a movie that people it, did. Around that time, too, same 
vein is American History X. Yes. Which I just I did that movie to myself so many times, and I don't know why. And I just <laughs> you claim that was your favorite movie? I was just like, I I like film. American History X is my favorite movie. Um, that was never the case, and not for a minute did I even really believe it. But I just remember, yeah, that movie. You just like kind of walk away and just like you don't talk for a little while, and those images are kind of stick in your head. Nathan, or, what's the scariest movie that just got you? I don't know. I I shared yeah the the ones I watched when I was younger probably are really the only one like if they have gotten to me then I have completely erased them just pushed them deep deep down. Um, I do remember one time uh, I don't even know if you went with us but Andrew tricked us into seeing Tusk. Uh, <laughs> How do you do that? And we, we were at Marika's and I remember it was the first weekend my wife and I had just gone on our first date. She lived in Indianapolis, oh, so she came cool. down and she, we'd gone on a date the night before and then she like met us at Marika's and I wanted to keep hanging out with her as long as she would let me. It was one of the first thing, times so. I ever hung out with Mary. I think that was kind of the point of us all going out to Marika's, yeah, like yeah. let's show one of our favorite places. And then I was like, I want to see a movie. Anyone else? Because I couldn't like take her on date number two night after kind of thing. And Andrew's like, you all should go see Tusk. And I was like, what's Tusk? He's like, oh, I think it's just a new Kevin Smith movie. Okay, <laughs> sure. So first of all, like I didn't think it was, it's it's not scary really. It's just like. So that's the first movie you ever saw with your wife. We, I mean, and we watched a movie at my house. But in theaters? Yeah, it was. Amazing. And Mr. she Tusk. was pretty mad at the end of it. I mean, like I'm sitting there like. I'm sitting there watching Justin Long on all fours going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what the freak did Andrew make me come watch with this girl? I was like, she's never going out with me again. I know Johnny was there. I can't yeah. remember. Maybe Andrew, Natalie. you weren't there? It's also, no, no I went. It's also wildly uncharacteristic of me to to convince somebody to go to a theater. I know. Seeing Andrew as how I've never... seen two, two movies in the last year in theaters. One was Top Gun. One was... Barbarian. I love you in, sing- in a single sentence. Tell people what Tusk is. Dude gets turned into a walrus. <laughs> that is not all it is. A man gets kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, and then turned into a walrus over by, yeah, a, by slowly, a psychopath. By a slowly psychopath. but surely gets you know piece by piece. It's it's what I have. People have come to refer to as torture porn. Right, like the human I mean, but centipede. It's not, it's, not yeah. even, it's not even. The, it's not that. <laughs> even, don't put it in the same bucket as that, because it's. I mean, it's almost a comedy. Like it's. It's bad. It's bad. Sold as it was a also. Yeah, pretty, it's certainly pretty Kevin satirical. Smith, yeah. I think yeah. Twitter decided that that was the film. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he put two movies out there on Twitter and said, "Have at it, and whatever gets the most votes, I'm going to make." And it was Tusk. Well, that's oh, that's I almost as bad. I had that other slider. <laughs> We're both married to Marys, and the movie or Marty that, uh, the, on our or Marty. <laughs> the second date that Mary and I ever went went on was with you and. I think Noah and Adam were there. We went to go see Zombieland. Oh, nice! That's like it was like a group thing. It wasn't like a. It was like, hey, do you want to come along? Which is. Which that's that's a a that's decent a that's a that's decent not a horror movie. No, it's not. But she's always like, "Oh yeah, like when you took me to go see Zombieland. What a great memory! I love that movie. <laughs> Zombieland is a great movie. She, I mean, the, the bigger part of that is that I waited like two weeks to even call her back from the <laughs> to make contact. So she's just like, I was just out here on an island wondering if I uh, how how the date went. So I was like, well, I guess it didn't go well. Oh, Zombieland, yes. <laughs> I love the gamble of a horror movie, I think, more than 
and it, it, sometimes it pays off and sometimes it completely lets you down. But there is a bit of a gamble where you're like, we're going to start this. Like uh, Nathan and I's old roommate, Noah, I had to play music at church the next day. So I had to be up at like 530 or something. And we threw on House of a Thousand Corpses, <laughs> but we threw it on at 1230 or 1, you know, 1 a.m. Thinking it was going to be this really epic. You know, the buildup was this I'd seen pictures and you know previews and so i thought it was gonna be this big thing and then we look at each other after it's over i'm like man i have to get up in four hours and we just wasted <laughs> oh, that man that is just hot just, like, garbage i but do the, love but that the it's gam a gamble, the gamble is, yes. is, is it's a special thing because you don't i don't know i feel like the gamble on other genres is not as hmm. one of the significant. one of my most endearing memories and and something that i'll not a lot of people aren't going to understand one being one being my wife but we were maybe nine years old. No, no, no. We would have been like less than that because Callie's 10 years younger than us. My mom, randomly, my dad was like out of town. My mom was like, hey, do you guys want to go see House of Wax in 3D at what? midnight? Is that Paris Hilton? No, 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 no. It was the original one with original Vincent one. Price. <laughs> Not Paris. <laughs> Makes more sense. It was before Paris, Paris Hilton uh, redid it. She was like, do you guys want to go see... House of Wax in 3D at midnight. So we're like, yes, yes. So we go in because that's where that comes from. That you talk about that like wanting to stare, like wanting to just be scared, and whatnot. That comes from mom. Yeah, but I loved it. Like I was oh, going to yeah. see. Like we we went to go see it. One, it was fun to do it, and it's just like a memory with with. I'd mom. never seen a 3D movie. No, that was the first time. There's the whole scene with like the paddle ball that's yes. going on, and, and I mean, this is like a 19 what 50s 40s. Oh, it's that yeah. old. Oh, it's, it's old. super old. Okay, yeah, but it's it's the House of Wax, and some people go like, "Why would you look at your kid and your small kids and go, hey, you should probably be going to bed, but do you want to go see uh, House of Wax in 3D at midnight?" <laughs> yes, we do. That's pretty awesome. I think love if you, I'm a mom. That was awesome. If I've got an answer for the question, like as an adult, this is such a polarizing movie because people are either in or out. I don't think there's a lot of in between with it. But if I'm talking about a movie that has affected me for life, it's probably going to be Jaws. And that sounds stupid, but man, I have such a healthy respect for the ocean hmm. since watching Jaws. Hmm. And that's like a kind of endearing film with dad. But man, if you look at there's an incredible like mini series podcast called uh, Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to listen to it if you haven't to. But it's like four parts, and it's about when Spielberg made Jaws, and it's mm -hmm. when Lucas made Star Wars. Incredible! Yeah. It's kind of a dramatization about it. But man, just the anticipation and the not not being able to see it in that movie, like the music is the monster mm -hmm. in that. just like it that one has affected me far more than any other movie i think that I've seen. and that's one of the cool things too that that spielberg always talks about is that that was not really intentional from the right. get-go catastrophic failure yeah the fact that they you don't see jaws until the end is not because he planned it that way it's because like they just it like, didn't work it didn't the work robot the, didn't the robot work. didn't work oh, it was really? sinking and it was just like and then he kind of just had that, you know, that epiphany of just going like, oh, I wonder if it's actually scarier that you don't see it. Like, let your imagination start to fill in the gaps. And, I mean, I, it's again, it's not like I'm some huge um, 
horror movie history buff, but to kind of think that like how many movies are now structured that way. It's like until the end, you don't see what the monster is and you don't find out who the killer is. Like that probably had a lot to do with how, how Jaws ended up setting the tone for all that stuff. Well, John, you probably know this better than anyone is, is just how much music makes film or makes, makes the, uh, you know, the shoot that you're doing. So when you're shooting, you don't have any kind of that Mm -hmm. audio that's in there and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he shot all of it, and then after the fact, he's trying to cut it up. And then, um, who is it? John, uh, Williams. John Williams. John Williams then comes up yeah. with just like the, hey, I've got something for you. Just the two line, like, da, 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 da. Yeah. And after that, he was like, it was John oh. that sold it to him. Like, no, 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 no. The, the, the notes are the. Yeah, the music is the monster. Yeah. Right. So, so that's what that kind of made it for him. So yeah. I can't imagine filming that and being like, the robot doesn't work. Even you're filming a a horror, you know, blockbuster action, and you're just like, "This isn't working." Right? Crap. Which and I then, can't believe that nobody. The story within the movie, when the lights go down and and they're at the table and they're talking scars, they're doing the scar comparison, and Quint tells the story of the USS Indianapolis. You know the thing about a shark? He's got lifeless eyes. Black eyes, like a doll's eye. When he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white, and then, oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red. You can just picture that going down as he's talking about it. Like a doll's eyes, <laughs> baseball player. Which is also another <laughs> connection you have to that movie because our grandfather, what they were, they were not on the USS Indianapolis, but they were like a part of the team that then that like were the last to see that before they went and dropped off the bomb. They were, he was the last one to to hmm. uh, make some, or, you know, yes. sit and drink with those guys before they they went off and did their mission. And it was so top secret that nobody knew about it. It was like, oh, it's pretty wild. All right, as Nathan is rummaging Refill. through the fridge, let's take a break. We're going to take uh, a couple minutes, and then we'll get back to these. Uh, we've got some other uh, conversations for the meat of it. Okay, back at it. So I want to know, what's the most scared that you've ever been, and kind of what happened? Not, this is not a movie. What's the most, in real life, most scared you've ever been? There's two times that I've done this. One was in high school when we went to... High Bridge in Wilmore, which oh my is God. how how tall is that? What three hundred some odd feet? And it's a tra- it's a set of train tracks. At the time, we did not live up there, but we went with some friends. It was me, you, Nathan, and Tevis. We slipped under a fence. Or One something. of them lives over there. Yeah, lives up there. So I can't remember what we were doing. Like in the summertime, trying to figure out what to do. So we went to this place we'd heard that people go up there it's a lot of fun so we like fill our pockets full of rocks go up there slip up the fence and basically like walk on these train tracks and it's a bridge it's a it's literally a high bridge out into the middle of it and then we like dangle our feet over there's like a really like rickety old uh handrail that's there I remember somebody out. had a flashlight, like one of those disposable, yes. like the keychain flashlights that you would get at like, like a, a yep. bank or something. Because like that. it's before cell phones or anything like that, so we don't have any lights on our phones, and we were dangling our feet over, waiting, and we're like, 
dropping the rocks and counting to see how long it takes, which is like five seconds before you hear it hit the bottom. So we're up there. I can't remember. We're talking like, I think we brought like a battery operated boom box and we're listening to music or something and abandoned tracks. Abandoned. Yes. That's it. That's how it it was was sold sold to us as these are abandoned. Who told you that? Abandoned railroad tracks. That they were abandoned? That they are not used. Yes. So we are like in the middle of this thing sitting on that. And then we hear in the distance a train and we're like, oh is that? God. It's like 150 yards in ev- in in either direction to get mm-hmm. off of these, these train yes. tracks. Like there's no getting off Jeez. of these. So we're like, is that? That's not this. That's not these. And we're like, no, that's probably another set of tracks on this way. And we're like, and then you hear it. You know the, the train whistle, and then you see the like the light come in. You're just like, Barrel. I remember like my absolutely, and and again, I'm a guy who likes that feeling, but like <laughs> my adrenaline has shot through my head, and it is like spilling over over me, and I'm just like, oh, we're like. What do we? What do we do? We're like yelling at each other as this thing is barreling towards us. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What, what? You know, you think, do we jump off of this oh, thing? Oh God! Do you hold onto the side. Like I'm, I'm now holding onto this like rickety, rusty. Um, they knew, right? No, I don't think either of them did. I don't think that was the first time either of them had done that. Like, really? Yeah, that was that was all new to all of us. So we were just like, oh, we like we got to get back. We're like, we can't. We're not gonna make it. So we hold, and then you're you're trying in your head to go, how do I make myself as small as I can <laughs> so I don't get clipped by this train oh, that's coming geez. by? So I remember just like we're, we're hanging over the edge. we're hanging over the edge, and I am dangling all of our limbs back to the train for dear life, just like pulling at this this train or the, like, at this it's rail, like this right? and it's just like. You know, you can imagine how loud that is right next to you. I'm I mean, talking are you talking like, like five feet? No, 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 feet? no, no, no. Less than that. Yeah, it's less it's than 18 be... inches behind. Yeah, it's just like it's. Damn. And we and we have to stay there and we just like sit there and then it goes by and we're like. <gasps> I remember we got up and we. Oh, my God. Wow. And then we got up and we were like, surely that guy's sprinted, gonna... sprinted to the car. But again, what a good feeling. What oh, a great, man. what a great feeling. <laughs> it was like, isn't it, yeah. isn't it a it bit was scary to think amazing. that our kids are going to do stupid shit like that too one day? Oh, like dude. just, oh, oh man. They'll just be on their phones. World I don't, I don't know. Your kid is also Natalie's kid and my kid is also Mary's kid. So I don't know. That's true. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, is the worst yeah. we have to worry about is our, our, our kids like posting something inappropriate that they didn't know was inappropriate and then the whole world do you guys, do you guys remember when uh chris son in the middle you remember this it was a sunday morning you know the youth leaders get all the complaints about whatever's happened they're like, oh my god yes and they come to us and they're like hold on where, hey, wait where is this happening at church on a sunday morning and they come to us and they're like oh hey, my we've, gosh, we've god. got a situation um seth is missing he's in georgetown right now and we're like what do what how yeah how did that happen he was like well he walked over to shillito park and he jumped on a train holy (laughs) (laughs) 
and like he, it was he, like, moving when he jumped the, yeah, onto it. Like it was moving slowly, and he rode that monster man. Like, wow. And like on until, the outside until he like, on the holding on, holding on until he got <laughs> scared enough. To jump off. It wow. took him to and Georgetown that, to get and scared enough. That was in Georgetown. He could have made it as God knows where. I saw we I saw like, an RJ Corman train uh, in in like my, um, uh, Michigan. We were up there. I was like, like, RJ like, we've got a situation. Seth was <laughs> in Toledo. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he was just in my class. Yeah. I was in that circle because that was like when. Like it was just it was everything was always up here, so you never knew what he was about to say. It's like we have a situation. You're like, who kissed who in the bathroom? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> and I remember we were like, so he like hopped on a box car? Like, no, the ladder. Like he's holding on to the ladder. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Like big Incredible. deal was going extra long, so he rode that. Thing. Get me the. <laughs> f- out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of. It, I might keep this. I'm not gonna. This I don't. I won't tell the story well. But Hayes Powell and Ryland Hayes ding dong ditch the house every night for like <laughs> nights on end to the point to where Chris and Seth would stake. They set up a chair and they would so. Hearing Hayes tell this is one of the funniest things I have ever heard. He's, we, I, it's worth cutting for sure. But but you need to ask. He's like, oh, we tortured them. Like, they staked out and they would they would play absolute mind games with the nights on end. For what reason? Because it's Hayes and Ryland, and they're. They also Hayes and Paxton have some great like let's just torture our parents stories. Like, have you heard they, about the thing with oh, the, the homeless person oh, in their in their oh, garage? They, oh, those, those families are they like good what? friends, yeah. right? Yeah. They set up a they staged a homeless person setting uh, squatting in their garage. So this is when they're in high school. They put cans <laughs> out that they, they had like they literally went and got they went yeah, and got yeah. uh, a shopping cart and they had like a tent in there and like all these like clothes they, they got at Goodwill. They had a cart. They had a, they a shopping cart, cart from Meyer or something. And like beans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they, they yes. smoked a ton of cigarettes and like literally like yes. put them like everywhere. And they made it look like they had a yes. squatter. And they they called the police. Like they like they yeah. legit, like we have yeah, somebody yeah. living in our garage. And they like but they built it over like they're amazing because they their endurance, they did yeah. it over this over the span of like three months. Unbelievable. So like they'd like put a couple of crushed up cans, they put like a, a hat. Like whose hat is this? Like whose Hayes? cigarettes is this? Yes, yeah. Paxton. Yeah. And they'd be, and so the parents would come out and be like, they were that deviant. What was the question? What's the most scared you've ever what's been? The, what's the most scared you've ever been? I'll extend it to this. So the other thing is, I want to ask, like, what's the greatest prank that you've ever pulled on somebody? Since you opened up that door with those boys. Hey, it's trick or treat. Because if you don't have one, I've got a good one. Go, yeah. The the worst that I've ever scared somebody. So <laughs> in college, I signed up for every one of those social studies or medical studies that they've ever done. I've had the flu vaccine, the H1N1, swine flu, bird flu, polio, all of it. COVID. Before COVID. COVID. I've got dude when the COVID vaccine when they were when people were like up in arms about that stuff I was like I have probably got 
all of those chemicals already <laughs> coursing through my veins. Yeah, you do. What's one more? It doesn't matter. So I, because fl- when you're a starving college student, you would sign up for this stuff, and they give you like nine hundred bucks over the course of six months, and and you get a paycheck. Have you ever done one of these? All of them. I I'm doing one right now. Kidding. I'm in the middle of one right now. I'm in, Are you really? I'm in year three of one. So my girlfriend, now wife at the time was really against this and she was like i just don't think you should do it i don't you know what if something happens or what if you like grow a third arm or whatnot she was very very apprehensive i was like i'll be fine don't worry about it and so i went for whatever flu shot that i was getting at the time and went in for the first screening passed and then the second follow-up they give it to you they inject you and whatnot she is working at red robin at the time this tells you how long ago this was What's that? It's still a play. <laughs> it is, but she is no longer waiting. To Red Robin. Hum, yum, yum. Yum. She's on the clock there, and I go, and they give me the shot, and it's no big deal, and I, I'm headed home. So I call her like on my way back to my to our place at Belafonte. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll mess with her a little bit. And I catch her voicemail, and it gets to the beep. You know, hey, it's Liz, leave me a message. And I go, something to the effect of, hey, I I just woke up in my car, and I'm going to start heading, I, I'm driving home. <laughs> I think they gave me the shot, but I don't feel very good. Jesus. And I just like left it hanging like that, <laughs> and just left it. And then I was like, just kidding. It's, you know, everything went fine. I'm on my way home. I'll see you when you get off whatnot. So I head home. So practicing good driving skills, she calls me back and I don't answer. I get to my place and I have like three or four missed calls from her. And I immediately like call her back and I'm like, hey, I missed a call from you. And she's like crying on the other line. Are you okay? Oh my God. Oh my God. And uh, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Did you listen to my message? She was like, yeah, where are you? I just got off. And uh, she l- listened to the voicemail, told her boss, like went to her boss, and my wife is not an emotional person, went to her boss, broke down in tears, and was like, I've got to go. My boyfriend's dead in a ditch somewhere. Oh, I've got to go find it somewhere off. <laughs> he's taking the bird flu vaccine, and he's going to die. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm fine. And you can hear her like, starting to compose herself on the other line. She's like, oh, where are you? I'm like, I'm at home. She's like, you're okay. Yeah. I'll call you back. (laughs) (laughs) She thought I died. Did she just cut the voicemail off? Yeah, Yeah, she she just just hung up like thought I was dead. Like that just heard me this like fake agonal gasps on the phone. How long of a pause did you make before you were like, just kidding? I think I held out for like eight, ten seconds, something like that. Eight or ten seconds? I'm she free. I'm free. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was really nuclear pissed that night. I've played to too many pranks to like on people in my life. She's like, well, he's alive, but not for long. Um, <laughs> I always thought it was funny. Oh, John, go ahead. You have some. Oh, I was I just gonna do. say I haven't played too many big pranks on people in my life. You also pretended to poop your bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did do that. 
And you made your wife think you'd shat your bed. That was a good in prank. 2020, in, a 2022. Account, in 2022. In 2022. Maybe not, but three months ago. It was, I had COVID and sweet, sweet Natalie was obviously like taking care of Rooney while I was just quarantined in our office. And we have like a, a pullout bed and I had a cup of oh, coffee yeah. and I spilled a cup of coffee on, on the bed. And there's just like a big long run of, of this coffee stain. And I don't know why. I just looked at it. I was like, kind of looks like a poop the bed. And I just took a picture and sent it to Natalie, just saying, oh, no. Oh, God. I'm so embarrassed. Knowing that her mind is going, okay, not only do we have to help him clean this up, but I also have to keep Rooney away so he doesn't know that I'm in there. Uh, she had a good little panic attack, but it was no, just her, coffee. What is her, her response was excellent because she said, what, can I get you like a bag or something? She was just I like, can, I, here what, go, here go. No, was, what can oh, I do to help? Oh, no, Oh my gosh, how can I help? I can bring a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to post that picture. We need to post that. We need to post that entire thing. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Like, what are you going to do with a trash bag, man? It's already Nothing. on the bed. Yeah. It's I feel like there. I've talked a lot on this, so I'll shut up yeah, after we've, this. You've had enough. We've... <laughs> <laughs> no, go you for had it. your share of tokens. That's a little far. That's a little too far. <laughs> so uh, this goes back to pod number one, the very first pod we did when we were when uh, podcast Brit podcast the pod Podson uh, Daniel Podson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, it's over now. <laughs> you, he this made a big mistake. Daniel Podson. Daniel Podson. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll try to make this. What I've learned about myself listening back through this is brevity is not my thing. So I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. So Britton and I were both working at the mall and John at the time, oh. too. So this I was working at Journeys. John's working at PacSun. Yep. And Britton is working at... <laughs> Spencer Gifts. It all comes back to Spencer Gifts. And if anybody knows anything, knows anything about Spencer Gifts, Halloween is their holiday. That Pickle dildos. That's the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, at this point in time, if you've ever been in a mall, you know that they have their windows there, and they will put out whatever the new. For John and I, it was the new shoes. It was the new, you know, clothing, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Spencer Gifts. They're throwing out the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, all their Halloween decorations, all the whatever psychedelic uh, posters you could get, but mainly their costumes. It's they're going to be their Halloween costumes, and the scariest ones are going to come out. So, Britain, if you've ever worked in retail, you get all the shipments in in the back, and then they give you like, okay, here's how you need to set it up in the space. So you're kind of following the directions here. So, Britain. Uh, mind you, we're working around this, you know, the same days here, and you're always working for that lunch. If if you worked a full day, then you can go and get a lunch shift. It's lunch. I go get Chow Cajun. I bring it back, and my boss is like, "Oh yeah, man, it's pretty dead here. Feel free go go eat in the back. Do you mind the the UPS guy was here earlier? He dropped off a shipment." Can you make sure that he closed the door because he hasn't, you know, whatever? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. There it is. Lots of stores are like lots of of uh, showroom. Journeys is very small upfront, big warehouse space. So it's because there's lots of shoes that you have to go back and get. So I walk into the back. I'm walking all the way, and the <laughs> the door is in the very very back, and there is a bathroom on the left. So big aisleways of shoes 
walking all the way back there again, probably September 1st. I walk back there. The bathroom door is kind of like pinched open, but I think nothing of it because who closes the bathroom door? So I go back there and I see it kind of like, I think I see something out of the corner of my eye as I'm walking towards the door in the back, but I'm like, oh no, what is that? And I turn as I get closer, the door bursts open and this, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. This, we'll post a picture of it. This beast comes out of the bathroom and just goes, yes, all I'm seeing are these giant set of teeth, but these hands, these like vine-like arms that like reach out and just grab me. And you always think whenever somebody watches a horror movie, you think, what would I do in that situation? Or everybody wants to critique why this person did the stupid thing. I know exactly what I would do in that situation. <laughs> and I like froze my completely froze up, just like curled up into a ball. And I just yelled, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I had unboxed this costume because I was in the back earlier that day and I was taking out all these costumes, and people spend an exorbitant amount of money on Mary Britton is talking now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, how much is that thing? Like 200 bucks? 300 bucks? I think at that time, it was $400. $400? It was yeah. very elaborate. It was like it was a very incredible. We'll post yeah. a picture of it. So I unboxed this thing. It's like the most expensive costume. It's called The costume is called the Bad Seed. That's Oof. right. <laughs> and it is like... <laughs> You put on the mask, and to call it a mask is an understatement because you set it on your shoulders, and it's got like this like harness to it, and it's a pumpkin, and it's got these beady eyes and this mouth that just like comes down with these razor sharp teeth. It looks it like venom. Your belly button. Yeah, it drops hangs down, down like hangs down to your belt line, and wow. it has this sack that you wear over it, and then it, you've got like these arms that you're holding with sticks and they just like extend. So your arms are like each one is six feet long and it's pretty terrifying, especially if you've never seen anything like this. It looks like venom mashed with a pumpkin. Yes. Or you're holding like a styrofoam meal and walking to the back to close (laughs) the back door. (laughs) So Chris's boss passes by because now we've got all this stuff up and I like, he's walking to the food court and I like reach out and I try to. Was it Billy? Not Billy. Or was it Dan? Yeah. Yes, it, yes, it was Billy. So Billy, I reach out and I scare Billy, and he's like, "Hey, we have to scare Chris with this. Better yet, how about this? About an hour before closing, why don't you walk around the mall?" And I'll let you in at the loading dock. Which is like half a mile. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I walk in this costume back, and he lets me in, and I just hide in the bathroom and wait for Chris. And Chris comes, and I could you can not see out of these this thing. And I just see you pass by right there, and I just kick that door open. (laughs) And hell's coming with me. (laughs) And the look on your face, man, you just... Like your bottom lip just quivers and you just crumple onto the floor. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then, Chris, you felt like it. all those poor innocent people that you scared as Santa 
or as the the <laughs> yes. skeleton in, in this, is way, skeleton. This, this is way before that i harnessed that energy that, yeah, oh, yeah there you go right it was right then and there they decided i'm gonna start putting nails in people's <laughs> guitar cases that informed yep. a lot of this behavior moving forward <laughs> villain origin story right there you see a twinkle in his eye you'll pay for this with my toenails <laughs> <laughs> that was him that was him What's the best prank you pulled? What's the most scared you've ever been? Either one. God, have I done anything? <laughs> I don't know anything. Anything. This the this is not very profound, but damn it if it's not fun to do and it sucks to have it done to you is we used to <laughs> we used to we lived in a house of five people in college and uh, let's just say like we had some friends over, there'd be six or seven people hanging out, and if one of the roommates would come home late well or later or while everyone's hanging out we'd all pretend to be asleep when they get home and it's a, it's the it's like it, it doesn't sound funny but when it's done to you you're kind of pissed cuz <laughs> everyone pretends to be asleep and you're like guys I know this is I know you're not asleep this is stupid but everyone pretends to be they're, they're still asleep <laughs> but then when you get to do it you're like oh, oh pretend, pretend to be asleep pretend to be asleep <laughs> and you, and everyone assumes the stu- you know assumes the most it, most idiotic sleeping position but but is that what you guys were doing? <laughs> I never even knew that. Yeah, it doesn't make. But it, was I always the one late? <laughs> was I always the person coming home late? Next time you're in a group of people, try to convince those people to pretend that they're asleep. And the person that it's done to, it's real. It's extremely annoying because you know they're not asleep. But then when you get to do it. It's the most fun thing. But in the is the world. goal so to not, then like scare them, then like, do you scare or do you just them like just pretend or do you just like, like, like you're, let yeah. them go to no, go but, to their room? No, no, no. There's no. It's just like the the prank nature of you just hold position until you eventually fall. And, asleep. But then like it's it, yeah, it's it's so funny when you're doing it, and it's really annoying when it's done to you. But it's it, <laughs> it's just not it's not a big deal, <laughs> but it's rather annoying when it's done to you, and and really fun when you get to pretend to be asleep. Nathan, <laughs> is that what you all were doing all this year? <laughs> well, pret- pretend to be asleep. I was like, oh, I'll just turn off the TV and go up go up to my room quietly. <laughs> had no idea. That's how cool we were in college. We were a riot. Um I yeah, I don't know. I I feel like in, in any kind of scary situation, it's always like a real life thing. It's never like I don't know if I've ever been pranked like with a bad seed or something like that, but like anytime like I lose control of the wheel or something when it's like winter, like my like instincts I'm like I like say to myself very calmly, like here we go. <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> like, you just kind of like, this is how it happens. The endorphins yeah. are dumping into your like, body. I, that's happened to me so many times. Like, you know, the things I've gotten scared, like, about, I guess, were, like, other people that I care about. Like, when I was really young, my my brother caught fire at my grandpa's house. And, like... Like, spontaneously? Like, he was wearing... He used to, like... He you used to wear this? He used to wear, like, this, like, nylon, like, basically, like, track suit when he was, like, seven or eight years old. And I was spending the night at a friend's house. My mom calls me and is like, hey, something's happened with Will. I need to, like, come get you right now. I was like, oh, okay. And so she comes and gets me, and she's like, hey, Will, like, was engulfed in flames at Grandpa's house. What? And, like, like they, she, like, had, like, his clothes. It was, like, this, like, charred mess. And he, like, had all, like, hit all of his skin on his back burned off. And, like, it's, it's amazing. He has, like, no scarring from it now. Wow, all, I've never heard that. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. My grandpa saved his life. Like he just smelled like because my grandpa had one of those like old school like wood burning. It was, something. A, it was a kerosene Car- heater. Yeah, a kerosene heater in his cage, wood shop downstairs. Cage around it, and Will backed up. Will was Will was just standing in front of it, and it, mm-hmm. it just my grandpa just smells basically burning person and and saves his life really. And how old was he? 
He was he was young. I mean, I was in sixth grade, so my brother was probably in second grade. Gosh. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so like stuff like that's pretty scary. Like otherwise, like I feel like anything that's happening to me, I feel like my instincts kind of kick in and I can kind of like focus. Um, and <laughs> whenever I think about pranks, I'm sure I've pulled lots of pranks that I'm proud of, but like the one I think about the most is when I was 11 or 12, Andrew was 11 or 12, we, uh, we were at church and... Uh, our our parents were all off at something, and Chris and Britt were hired to watch. <laughs> were hired to watch like a bunch of like, like basically these volunteers and staff kids for the night, and it was like Andrew and I, and then our brothers Eric and Will, and then a bunch of other kids. But like you know, you got to keep us entertained for like four or five hours or whatever. And uh, we played a game called Sardines. Yes, yeah, Sardines. Which is a hide and seek, but basically, like, one person's looking, and as he finds people, those people have to join the search party to find other people. Is that what Sardines is? Yes. Yes. Huh. So, so Andrew and I. them all into one place. But I think we were playing huh. Team Sardines. So, like, we, we hid in pairs. So, like, Eric and Will were together. Andrew and I were together. So, Eric and Will were pretty young, so they got found pretty <laughs> fast. So, Andrew and I are together, and we're like, you know, we're, we're in middle school, so we're like, let's take off all our clothes. <laughs> we're at church. <laughs> you, were, you, you were younger than middle school, weren't you? No, we were, no. We were in middle school. Yeah, Why would you take yeah. off your clothes? Sixth grade, one hundred percent of our clothes. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, butt ass naked, climbs up on top of the Coke machine. I go yes, on top. <laughs> I go behind, and we're not even hiding, really. Andrew's just <laughs> naked on top of the Coke machine, which is in the in like the entryway, and I hide behind, quote unquote, hide completely butt ass naked behind the like <laughs> v- like the the complimentary coffee t- like coffee cart from Sunday mornings <laughs> this is like a Friday night or something so uh, we we hear them coming I'm like I don't know if this is a good idea or not, or not. here yeah. we come and I hear we hear Eric Eric and will walk in first and we hear Eric go there Clothes everywhere. Yeah, and you burst out running in a direction because Chris or or Britt flesh-colored basketballs. (laughs) Chris or Britt go. Your parents are here. Andrew like rolls off the top of the the car. I remember that. I remember Andrew like falling off, like fell onto his side, and then he like runs like kind of covering the back and the front. I remember just being like, God, how are we going to explain? Hey, we played hide and seek and we had the kids take their clothes off. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's a babysitting nightmare. You deserve better than that. I remember we were like, kind of like, for minimum wage. I, I just remember having like, sort of a conversation like, that was amazing. Please don't tell your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I was like, hey, God, they're going to tell, like, because Eric and. Because they weren't were home, s- were they? Um, were they were they back? At no, they were not actually back. The, the your parents here was just a. No, we were just trying to get your clothes back. Just, <laughs> I've injected a memory of just headlights pulling no. in right then, and just. Uh, no, no, I just remember trying to figure out like how are we going to explain that? And as soon as your parents walked in, Eric and we were like, they were naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. We can explain here. <laughs> And, yeah, and I remember we were like, we can keep playing sardines. You have to keep your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did my son say when we went to pick him up? God. Liz told me this whole thing. Yes, so they're all, like, I got home and Brennan's at our house. Or no, 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 she dropped him off the other night. And we're like, 
playing in the backyard. Mary was like, I'm trying to get this done. Can you, I'm going to do dinner. Can you take them outside? Cause they've been on inside. So I'm like, okay. So I'm outside and I'm kind of like doing yard work as like they're playing on the swing set and stuff. And I, I can't remember what I did, but I got like some leaves or something. I was like clipping. That's it. I was, I had like some shears. I'm like clipping out some like dead branches and I got some leaves down my shirt. So I take my shirt off to like shake it out. So I pull my shirt off and Blythe and Brennan immediately go, naked guy, naked guy. And I'm just, ah, naked guy. And then both, naked guy, naked guy. So then I put my shirt back on, but then I'm branded naked guy for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm naked guy. So then like we go and we're playing and. I'm doing, they always wanted to play tag or play like monster. So you like like preemptively texted my wife, just didn't you? Or just no, when they got there, they, well, when she, I didn't even, like, I didn't even put it together. So that when she comes to pick me, pick Brennan up, they're like, naked guy. He calls me naked guy. And I go, and I go, oh, that's Uncle Naked Guy. (laughs) She goes, what did you call him? And he was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, we were in the back. And then I'm like, it's weird because then I have to like explain myself. I'm like, I got some leaves down my shirt, so I took my shirt off, and then they called me naked guy. So, and then we were playing, and so the church is doing this haunted house, <laughs> and we cut a hole in the table. There's a hole in the table, and you stick your. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So then, then she she texts me. I'm actually pulled up because she's like. I'm so glad that you told me about naked guy Gee, because we this home, is what said, this is what this text. Really glad you gave me a heads up about the naked guy game in quotations. Brennan, we played naked guy with Uncle Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> Who was naked? Brennan, Uncle Chris was naked. He chased us and he tickled us. He was oh. a bad guy. <laughs> Hey, this is a this is a perfect full circle moment because it's just like the difference between horror and comedy are not that different, you know. Naked guy chasing us as a bad guy. Yikes! (laughs) That could go so many different ways. We played naked guy. Yes, the concerned mom. Who was the naked guy? Uncle Chris (laughs) chased us and he tickled us. She sent me that screenshot. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just one of those perfect moments. That's great. <laughs> Kids, man, what are you gonna do with them? Sometimes they spit in your face, and they—I did have more questions, but I think that's plenty of material. Do you want to save the other one for? I kind of—I mean, I kind of want to take a break and hear Andrew's question. Just to... no, let's wait. Let's save it. You want to save it? It's not Halloween related, is it? But is it good? Is, there any, is it like a, 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 a yeah, real? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. We're going to save your funeral questions, though, because those are good questions. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. I was hanging out with Kathy recently, and she goes, I've listened to your podcast. I was like, oh, thanks. And she's like, yeah, it's so funny. And she's like, I want to go on record and say, I did not teach Andrew to not wash his ass. <laughs> <laughs> she probably told you she was you were her favorite, too. Did she say ass? No. She cusses now, though. It's no, I, I threw ass in there because it's funnier. But she, Laura. she said, I did not Does teach she? Andrew to not Uh-oh. wash his butt. <laughs>